horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by America First Credit Union. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars begin the new season 2-0, and defeating New Orleans tonight at the Marriott Center, 86-61. Remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50, at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza at any Utah location. Certainly a different victory than what we saw last night, but a victory nonetheless, and that's all that's important. BYU looking to begin the season 3-0. Their next opponent, UVU, coming up at the Marriott Center on Saturday night. Let's get you caught up to date on top 25 games going on right now. Only one, and it features two teams in the top 20. Number three, Villanova, and number 18, Arizona State. The Wildcats right now with a 66-49 lead over the Sun Devils, eight and a half minutes to go in the second half. Everything else in the top 25 is a final. Number one, Gonzaga, defeating number six, Kansas, 102-90. to The Illinois fighting Illini, eighth in the country, defeating Chicago State, 97-38. And 15th-ranked West Virginia taking down VCU by a final score of 78-66. Games tonight featuring teams from the West Coast Conference. We already mentioned Gonzaga getting the win over the Kansas Jayhawks. San Francisco evened their early season record at 1-1 with a win tonight over Towson, 79-68. And the St. Mary's Gales rallied from down 16 points in the second half. They beat Northern Iowa by 266-64. The game-winning, the excuse me, the go-ahead layup by Tommy Cousy with about 1.8 seconds to go. Sealed the deal, and the Gales win by two, 66-64. They also even their record at 1-1 one and one on the season. All right, I mentioned that BYU's next game is against Utah Valley. Well, UVU played its first game of the season today at home. They were hosting Adams State in Orem, and the Wolverines get the victory 100-75. Also locally, this game being played in Sioux Falls, South Dakota as part of the Bad Boy Mowers crossover classic. South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, taking on Utah State. The Aggies fall 83-59. to Utah State now 0-2 to begin the season. All right, from Utah State Aggies basketball to Utah State Aggies football, the Aggies hosting New Mexico tonight in Logan. Both teams came into this matchup with a record of 0-4, so somebody was going to pick up their first win of the season. That would be the hometown Aggies, 41-27. The final score, Utah State now 1-4, the New Mexico Lobos 0-5. And because it's Thanksgiving, we obviously have National Football League games 
Again, supposed to have three. The Steelers and the Ravens were supposed to be the late game tonight. That has now been pushed to Sunday, and it's looking more and more like that game's not going to be played at all. I have not seen anything official that it's going to be canceled, but there have been more positive COVID cases uh, on the Baltimore Ravens side of things, and they have shut down their facilities until Monday. So if you can't get into your facilities until Monday, not sure how you're going to play a game on Sunday, but we shall see. We did have the two earlier games. Houston at Detroit kicked things off this morning the Texans get the win at the Lions 41-25 and in Dallas the Cowboys lose to Washington the football team gets the 41-16 victory over America's team whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself your family or your business America First is here to help to find out more visit americafirst.com today well BYU women's basketball begins its season tomorrow we'll get a preview next your final score tonight from the Marriott Center BYU defeating New Orleans 86 to 61 we'll have more Cougar Post Game Live coming your way next on the new skin BYU Sports Network Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougars get the win, 86-61 over New Orleans. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made 10 three-pointers for a total of $500. That brings the donation total for the season to $1,400. BYU women's basketball begins its season tomorrow night in Las Vegas. The Cougars are participating in the South Point Shootout. BYU faces LSU at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time tomorrow night and then follows that game up with a matchup against Washington on Saturday, also at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Head coach Jeff Judkin says his team is up to the task. I know my team's ready to play. They're ready to start playing games. It's It's been a kind of a long summer and a long, I think, preseason a little bit with the practice, so we're excited about it. It's It's hard to play two tough games in a row, but, you know, that's the way you get better. That's how you get better as a team, and so we're, we're looking forward to the challenge. All right, good luck to BYU wins basketball as they tip off their season tomorrow in Vegas. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show, your final from Provo. Cougars get the win, 86-61, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Stops on the arc left and hands to Lee. Lee will try the three and score it! Colby Lee for three! The Cougar Locker Room Show is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Now let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It's time now for the America First Credit Union courtside interview. Tonight's guest is Richard Harward. It's brought to you by America First Credit Union, here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. As we start our courtside interview, we'll tell you that BYU is a winner tonight over New Orleans by a final score of 86-61. to 61. And Mark, we've got to let you get us the New Skin data discovery of the night. It is brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. What have you discovered in tonight's box score? Listen, the first of many, many double-doubles for our man, Richard Harward, 11 points, 10 boards tonight. Very impressive. Big Rich, good to have you along. 
Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us courtside. So it's a 2-0 start for BYU. What do you like most about the last two nights? Man, I just love how hard our team works, and, like, every single guy can contribute. Like, yesterday we had, like, ten different guys hitting threes. Tonight, just I, I love how every single guy comes in, and you know he's going to contribute. So last night it was ten different guys hitting threes. Tonight it was ten different guys hitting the deck at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Coach Pope's always talking about how we got to play hard and we got to have grit. He's telling us how coming into this game, these guys are going to have a little attitude. They're going to be a little scrappy. And he's always, we got to bring that energy as well. we got to bring that, like, that intensity. Well, listen, you put a couple of their guys on the floor <laughs> tonight. I love how you play, man. You've become my favorite just right off the bat. I, you, the way you play with enthusiasm and how hard you play and you get after it. I mean, has that always kind of been your M.O. playing is just to get after it like that? Hey, yeah, that's like my whole family thing is like I've talked about before. Like hardwoods, we might not be the best looking, the most talented, however <laughs> you want to put it. But, hey, we work we work hard. <laughs> Speaking of hard words, where's Big Brother E in these days? Uh, he's chilling. He's got a job somewhere up in like Salt Lake. He came to the game tonight. He's a stud. I look up to him. He's like my role model when it comes to basketball. Former Cougar Ian Harward. We're with uh, younger brother Richard tonight. Richard, a double-double, his first BYU double-double. He had three as a UVU sophomore a couple seasons ago. So, yeah, it's been a couple seasons since mm. you've been in game action. Was it a long year for you last year? And then when you throw COVID <laughs> on top of it, did it feel like time stopped for you? How oh, was it? Oh, my gosh. Okay, redshirt year is the worst thing on this level. It's like a living hell. I hated it so much. And then, like, I'm so jittery. Like, yesterday and today, like, I was so jittery, like, at the free throw line. That was the worst shooting I've ever done. But it's, like, so jittery, just like, come on, I want to play, I want to play. And finally, when you get out there, you have all this pent-up energy from a year. and It's like a year and a half. So I was like, finally, I get to be on the court. Well, that was the only – I mean, listen, uh, free throws are – I know you're you're better. You're a good free throw shooter. Convince me that you're. No, I'm just <laughs> hey, at halftime I was warming up and I was like nine for ten, and then I get on the court. And I well, what I love about them. it is the way you play. I mean, you're going to get there a lot, so that that's going to be a good opportunity to get some points for you uh, in the future because those offensive rebounds and they're hammering you. You get to the free throw line a lot. Yeah, that's like I've talked with uh, Burgess a lot, and he said, hey, even if you're only making fifty percent, you're still getting one points per possession. But then on top of that, it puts them into foul trouble, and then your teammates get more opportunities to shoot free throws as well there were a lot of fouls tonight a, oh, a lot <laughs> you know the, you know you know the, the the total by chance uh i no. I so just, you guys play 40 minutes obviously 51 fouls oh. between the two teams <laughs> that's a lot of whistles yeah that's uh it we definitely felt that frustration but our coaches always tell us in practice like hey like always have the mindset that the refs and everyone's against you so you just got to play through it <laughs> Play through it and uh, and get the win at the end of the night, preferably. And BYU does so tonight with a final score of 86 to 61. We'll take a break. We'll continue our courtside conversation with Richard Harward. It is brought to you by America First Credit Union. More with Rich coming up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Did you know BYU's Student Alumni Association runs the largest food drive in Utah County, has been doing it for more than 20 years? Teaming up with Community Action Services, you can turn $1 into three meals or 15 pounds of food. Go to fooddrive.byu.edu to help families in need this holiday season. That's fooddrive.byu.edu. Our America First Credit Union courtside conversation with Richard Harward continues. BYU 86 and New Orleans 61 is our final score. Not too often, Rich, you're going to get uh, back-to-back home games 
like two games in 24 hours. It's yeah. more of a tournament scenario. But here you were. How did it feel to get a season underway with going bang, bang, right back to back? Uh, I'm kind of used to it, like being with Pope. Even when he was at UVU, we had the toughest 24. So in 24 hours, we played uh, Kentucky and uh, uh, Duke. Duke. Yeah. Yep. And it was just like, I'm kind of used to that. That's how Pope <laughs> kind of sets up his preseasons. He likes making it tough and hard right off the bat. <laughs> Well, tell us a little bit about that. And you, you played two years at UVU. You, you, you knew Coach Pope. I mean, how did how did all of this transpire that you got to here to BYU? Yeah, well, I got off my mission. Uh, I originally signed under Coach Hunsaker at UVU, and then I went on my mission, came back, and Pope was kind of running the deal. And then I spent a year and a half under his program. I didn't really get a lot of playing time. Then through, like, a freak accident, one of our starters got hurt, so I finally got a chance to kind of play a little bit more. Ended up doing really well. And then when he ended up going over here and he brought all the assistant coaches, like, hey, I got to come. I love these guys. They're, they're family, man. So use your, uh, uh, your, your, uh, your skills of prediction here a little bit. What is going to be the central message when you guys get together tomorrow in the room and then on practice? Defense, on practice defense, floor? defense. Like, we, we go in these, like, little spurts where we're really good. Like, first half we were solid in defense, and then we kind of started, like, we're so talented offensively that we have this mindset where it's like, hey, we'll just go down and get a bucket right back at them. But we we got to kind of fix that mentality where it's like, hey, we're getting a stop and a bucket. So UVU is the next game here Saturday night. Uh, thoughts on, on, on facing the old team? Uh, man, it, it's different. Like, I don't even think they have a guy that was there from when I was there. But I'm, like, excited to kind of see, like, Madsen's a solid guy. Like, um, I got to work with him a few times. He's a stud. Like, I'm excited to be able to go and see them and play them and see how they're doing. We look forward to seeing you back on the floor on Saturday night. Congratulations on this first of, like Mark says, many double-doubles to come as a Cougar. Congrats on the W, and we'll see you in a couple days. Thank you so much. Thanks, that man. is Richard Harbord, Big Rich with us tonight. A double-double for Richard at 11 points and 10 rebounds. BYU's a winner by 25 over UNO. Coach Mark Pope is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, two really enjoyable uh, courtside interviews last night and tonight, uh, post-game with players. Brandon Averett last night, and tonight Richard Harward was our America First Credit Union courtside interview. It was brought to you by America First Credit Union, here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Greg Grubel and uh, Mark Durant with you courtside. The other Mark, Pope, will be joining us in just a moment. BYU 86 and New Orleans 61, tonight's final score. BYU shoots 52%. New Orleans 33% on the way to the win, and the Cougars were, as expected, dominant on the glass. The rebounding tally was 54-28, to so a plus 26 edge on the boards, and offensive rebounds were 18-6, to and those turned into a 26-5 to advantage in second-chance points. New Orleans, not a tall team. Uh, they, they brought one player, 6-9 off the bench, but he played just sparing minutes, and so most of the guys you were going to see, Mark, tonight were 6-6 and under, and BYU did what you hoped BYU would do in this kind of game. Well, behind his back, I'm going to call Rich Miley because he comes in like a wrecking ball, man. He he just, wow, he plays with such ferocity and excitement, and he's screaming and knocking guys around. That's pretty fun. And, great, and like you said, both those interviews, I mean, he's just great kids, great fun to be around. And 
Uh, I'm going to kind of be sad this year because, you know, we're going to have to keep our distance a little bit yeah. and not have the interactions that we normally have. But, man, what a great group of kids. And Trevin and Nell and Jesse's out there shooting threes. I mean, it's just a, a really fun group to be a part of. And, they're, you know, I like I like where this team's going. I mean, it's early and you haven't faced really stiff competition yet. But, man, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with this team. But it's been fun so far. Well, minus the crowd noise, our broadcasts kind of sound the same based on what you and I do to, uh, on the headset, but it's very different as we are, we're, we're six feet apart. We're socially distanced to your courtside. The interviews we do with Coach Pope and players, um, their chair is placed, you know, <laughs> 10 to 15 feet away from us out on the court. And so we're all very distant <laughs> from each other, but we're able to do much of the same things, which is nice. The funny thing is it's like, it's normal, but if you had explained this setup a year ago, it would just be so ridiculous that Richard Harward's like a three-pointer away from me. And that, but that's you know that's how it, what we got to do. And uh, as we were t- t- chatting with somebody off the air a moment ago, uh, when Mark and I are are side by side, literally side by side, Mark's close enough for me to hit. And so I've been doing this for a long time, and and I get a little wound up at times, and in really exciting games and really key moments when a big shot is made my initial instinctive reaction is to is to hit mark on his right shoulder i sit to his right and so i i I ball up my fist and i punch mark in the shoulder it's just the reaction that comes out every time a big shot is made and so he gets hit a lot and he hasn't been hit once yet this season now, granted, we haven't hit you know the it's high drama beautiful. part of the of the campaign yet, but in the biggest games, I'm going to be looking for something to hit or someone <laughs> to hit. And you're not going to be there, and it's going to bug the heck out of me. Well, I feel really bad for you that you don't have that outlet. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, now, I listen. I've been hit by uh, Dale Davis, and uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of guys. Or I'm I'm used to it. So Jared Miller, man, I went through a year practicing against Jared Miller. So you got to bring more than that to bug me. But yeah, it's. We are spread out over here. We got our own long sac- or, or church pull out from the underneath the gym stage cha- tables and ready to go. And it looks like the, the man himself is getting ready to go here. So Coach Pope is with us uh, courtside as uh, this is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. It is brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. BYU's off to a 2-0 start for the first time in three years. The head coach of the Cougars is Mark Pope, and he joins us. Coach Pope, congratulations on W number two in game number two on day number two of the college basketball season. Happy Thanksgiving <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> I asked Mark in the pregame how his Thanksgiving had, had gone, and he's like, well, I can't tell you yet. We've got to win a game first. <laughs> got to win a game. So I'm thankful for so many things, one of which is I see Ian Harward here. Yep. As a family representative uh, supporting his brother Richard, we're only allowed a couple couple family members in the entire arena, and so Ian was such a so it was such a gift to be able to coach him while I was here as an assistant. Love him, and how fun for him to see Rich uh, just be a physical beast on the on the floor. It was awesome. You had Rich put up double doubles for you at UVU, and tonight he got his first BYU double double with eleven and ten. Yep, and he was just a force inside. It, you know, the best moment for me was uh, was um, the point guard, uh, point guard Brzat. He was checking back in the game in the second half. Uh, you know, maybe thirteen minutes left in the second half, and he's sitting there at the scorers' table waiting to go in, and I'm like five feet away from him, just at the end of the coach's box, and he's like, "Coach." 
that's a big dude, man. <laughs> and I was like, yes, he is. Yes, he is. And so when the other team is feeling it as much as Rich makes everybody feel it, it's pretty fun. Yeah, he moves that big body too, and it's impressive to watch. But, by the way, co- broadcasters have families too. I don't know if we can maybe <laughs> – my my wife's kind of say, can you at least talk to Leanne? Maybe Leanne could get me into the game because I'm like, well, I'll see. Yeah, there we go. But anyway, uh, listen, I I like the there, I liked a lot of things tonight. I like the defense, especially in that first half, better. Second half, not as good, but that have to be a little bit better for you tonight, right? Yeah, I mean, I was I mentioned earlier. It reminds me of Southern Utah last year. It just is just is just. One of those games where just because of the texture of the whistle tonight, which it just was what it was, um, if you just put your head down and drove to the rim, they're going to call a foul. They're going to call a foul every single possession, and it was just it was just how the game went. And so, so hard to get a flow, just a gym full of frustration, um, you know, and and just and just it just was it was mucky, muddy, ugly, just you know, fighting. It was a, a deal, and and. Um, and so I was proud of my guys that they managed the frustration, right? And so defensively, I was like, ah, you know, we didn't adjust to the whistle great. A key for us was to try and, um, you know, was to, uh, our part of the catch was to catch the move and then to guard without fouling. Clearly, we did not do that well tonight. We just got to get better. And so that's why you're grateful for these games because you can be exposed with some problems you have, and then you fix them, and you do that over and over and over again throughout the season, you can become a good team. Did you look at turnovers as one of your problems tonight? Yeah, we knew, we, you know, like I said, we, you know, the, the six turnovers we had last night I thought was a little bit of an anomaly. The 16 we had tonight was a little bit probably more accurate. I'm sorry, 18, uh, 18 turnovers we had tonight was probably a little more the character of this team right now, mm-hmm. right? And so... It's probably, and especially in this type of game, it's probably a little bit more in the genre of, of where we are. And um, and it's going to be a marker of how we need to get better, and certainly that's important. So Gavin Baxter didn't finish the first half uh, tonight, and that, that was worrisome. And I, I don't know anything at this point. What can you tell us? Yeah, so uh, we're going to go get imaging here either late tonight or first thing in the morning. And uh, obviously we're, we're super, super concerned. I mean, he's worked so hard, so we're just going to be really prayerful tonight and and uh, hope that hope that what we find is that it's it's something that's very short term. So we, we're just hopeful, but we don't know yet. So as you lose Gav, uh, we don't know for how long. You are close to getting uh, Matt Harms on the floor. Yep, um, and and uh, we'll be excited to get him back. You know, it's um, uh, we'll throw him in practice tomorrow for the first time, at least for you know some segments of practice, and just see how he feels and how he responds and and then in a perfect world uh we get him uh have him available for uh, some minutes uh on saturday but we'll see how much did you have him this summer getting him here acclimating playing with the guys i mean obviously practiced for a while with you but it's not going to be you know he's used to playing with the guys obviously right yeah no he's uh i mean listen before he he tweaked his ankle uh last week he was he was completely dominating every aspect of every part of our practice um he just shooting the ball uh passing the ball um running in transition getting worked onto the post on the glass rim protecting uh he has the potential to be you know he's he's a he's a special player um so so you know we've got we've got to practice with him quite a bit you know always after you're coming off an injury it takes a minute to kind of get your rhythm back and figure it out and i don't know how long that's going to take him but you know, it's just like the rest of this team. We're we're such a work in progress. Like 
we're going to, you know, I hate to say it's an ugly night. I mean, the guy scored 86 points, right, and 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 won by 25. But um, just the feel of the the night was just like we were in mud the whole night. And um, But it's about getting better, and that's what we got to do. And, you know, in this stretch that we're in right now, where we're playing 6-10, and 10, uh, you know, we're going to have – uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, all of our games like this, we win by twenty five, but we're a little bit frustrated. I think it's probably going to get a lot harder than that. But the most important thing is, you know, win or lose, whatever you do, we have to get better, right? And so, we're going to walk out of this with a twenty five point win. Uh, we're about to go to the office, and we'll spend a couple hours in there just breaking it down, saying, okay, how do we fix this right now? And we're good at that. Our players are really good at that. And if we approach it every day like that, it's one of our main mantras, then by the end of the season, we're going to be a team to be reckoned with. We'll be really good. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Closing comments with Coach Mark Pope after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside here at the Marriott Center where BYU defeats New Orleans by a score of 86-61. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. Greg and Mark visiting with uh, Mark. Mark Pope, head coach of the Cougs. His team goes to 2-0 tonight, and now it's uh, a day off. We say a day off. They'll be working hard to get ready for Utah Valley. Part of the three games and four nights, uh, four and six, six and ten, whatever the whole thing is, Mark. It's quite the grind to get things going. But like you said earlier, uh, when the season began, the, the challenge is to get as much in as you can this season, yes, right? Yes, I mean, it just is. It's, it, you know, there's this little part of us that's like it's a race to, like, it's a race to 13. <laughs> can you just get 13 games in, right? Because that's an eligibility number, that's right? That's an eligibility number. So yeah. um, we're, 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 we're going to be halfway there in, like, in the first 10 days of the season. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's, listen, we're putting the, this team under incredible duress right now. And it's, it's with a purpose because – because we'll come out of it with with the chance to really see inside ourselves and see what we're good at right now and what we stink at, right? And um, and that's how you get better. So well, I'm, I'm super excited about Saturday. I'm super excited about Connecticut. I'm super excited about coming back and Boise, which is, you know, I think they're going to finish the season in the top 30 team, and Utah, which is a great team. And we're going to get exposed in every which way, and, and it's going to be good for us. You, you lose to uh, Yoli, guys like uh... – Jake and TJ and Dalton and Zach. I mean, that's a lot, a lot of good players, but a lot of leadership that you lose. And I think a lot of that falls on Alex, uh, particularly, and he has been terrific. I mean, is that kind of really what? Obviously, you want him to play well, but is he kind of the leader of this team? Does he make it happen for these guys? Yeah, he is. I mean, he's certainly the kind of the point of the of the V right now. But we have, um, you know, Connor Harding has stepped up and was unbelievable last night and also tonight in a leadership role. And Trevin Nell is actually uh, finding some space in a leadership role. And Rich is an energy leader. And Caleb Lohner is an energy leader. Um, so... You know, that's we're we're trying to get all of our guys to find the little slice and personality that they can go be a leading contributor in whatever area they are on this team, and that's how it's going to be led. But yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not because Alex was named the captain or anything like that. It's just like he's taken it upon himself, and he has the team's respect, and and um, so he's and he wants to he wants to help lead this team. He's done an unbelievable job so far. But it's going to get a lot harder from here, boys. AB's uh, averaging with 22 a game here in the first two. He's shooting in the 60s from the field in the arc. 
What the seven rebounds tie a career high tonight for him? Yeah, and, and it's interesting. Uh, you know, Alex went into halftime really, really frustrated. Had some turnovers that were uncharacteristic of him. Working some gaps on the first side that were tough, and that's what you know. That's a learning process for him now, also. I mean, if you're scouting our team right now, you're going to start with, like, we got to figure out some way to contain this Alex Barcelo. And so that's why every time he drove a gap, he was running three guys, right? And so there's even a growth curve in in that perspective. I mean, Mark knows that. Like, that's how people guarded him when he was playing. They had to bring a second and third defender all the time. Yep, yeah, it was, and, no. and so And so there's a growth chart to that because all of a sudden that's changed how you feel on the court. It's changed what opportunities you have. So, you know, we're going to – you know he's gonna he's he's so conscious of the game, like he's so interested in learning the game. He's gonna make a quick adjustment. Like I want to get the ball out of my hands as quickly as possible, so then I can get it back on a second or third side where there's a little bit more room, a little more space. We've actually made the defense rotate a couple times. He's also gonna you know he's he's been craving having this ball in his hands, and I think tonight he was like you know what let me play off the ball a little bit so so I can actually create something where I got a little more space to operate and it's 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 extraordinary to watch these young men grow as they take every time they take a step forward in their ability in the game they actually have to relearn it all over in some ways and and that's actually a super fun process and it's part of getting better. What's uh, your impression of uh, Brandon Abert's first two games in a BYU uniform? Come on, how fun is he? I mean, like, I'm still, I still, uh, you know, we're we we we, we kind of grew a pretty big playbook in the in the in the six weeks, and then we had to scale it way down because we were still playing deep, and we I, we had just a bunch of guys that were just lost, right? And so I'm still not able to kind of like use all that we have of Brandon Abert, and we got a lot more to him that we can use. Uh, but I thought he's pre- performed at a really high level. I thought he managed the frustration well tonight. Um, you know, it was really fun. Like, he kind of had a frustrating game. Missed some of his normal minutes in the first half because of two fouls. And then there was some frustration. He got a back tip that he was really frustrated. He was holding on to the ball a little too long, not making a simple, simple play. You could see the frustration on his face. And then he bangs two corner threes because he stayed in the game. He just managed the frustration well enough just to kind of keep playing and let good things happen, and, and he, he did a great job tonight. Do you go any lighter tomorrow with three in uh, with three games in four days? <sighs> yes, I think so. Um, you know, we're going to have to hit a couple things. Like I said, this Utah Valley team is really good. It's going to be a freaking all-out war. But, um, but you know, I, I am probably more worried about these guys getting a little bit of rest, not just from, not just from these back-to-back games, but also from – the five weeks, right? And so, uh, you know, I, we'll see if we space that out quite enough. But uh, I know these guys are coming and fight with everything they have. So we'll we'll be really uh, – we'll do heavy, heavy mental reps tomorrow. We're good at that. And then and then these guys will show up on Saturday, and it's going to be it's gonna, in-state, all out. Like, it's going to be a bloodbath. Let's go. A lot can happen personnel turnover-wise in just a year. What are the connections you still retain with uh, Utah Valley basketball right now? I, I don't have any connection to Utah Valley basketball. I mean, uh, you know, that's Mark's program right now. He's doing an unbelievable job there. Uh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna take that place to heights that it's never been at, and and they're pushing really hard. and And I'm cheering for him because I think it's a, you know, Utah Valley University is a great. It's got a great place in the state of Utah, and especially in this valley. Like, there's nobody that doesn't have some connection to Utah Valley, and it's a. I think it's a special university. I think President Tuminez is doing a great job. I think Mark is crushing it there, and 
And uh, so it's, um, you know, I'm cheering for him. I'm not going to be cheering for him on Saturday. We've got to find some way to eke out a win on Saturday. But, but I'm really proud of, of what they're doing. It's pretty fun to see them grow. For fans who, who might have been thinking midweek, well, this game's not going to happen. They heard about the Stanford cancellation. Well, they got a game in today. They scheduled Adam State this morning, and they scored 100 and something against them. So they got a game in. They're going to play, and they'll be here on Saturday. Yeah, and so, you know, we, we still got to go through one round of testing. Um, but but we're we're really hopeful that the game will be played. It's just it's like we said. It's just we're trying to get as many in as we can, yeah, okay. and um, and so we'll see. Okay. We'll see. All right. So as of now, we can say we hope to all be back here in forty eight hours. Yep. Okay, coach. Congratulations again. And we'll see you Saturday. Hey, it is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I can't tell you guys like what a pleasure it is. <laughs> I'm serious, Greg and Mark, to sit down with you guys every post game. Like you guys are so unbelievably supportive of these young men and what they're doing and you tell their stories and it's such a gift to like us as a team and the BYU nation super grateful for you guys Thank not you. as grateful for you guys as I am for my incredibly phenomenal wife Leanne who's standing right here but you guys are a close second I, I really am grateful for you guys I'll Happy take second to Leanne anytime <laughs> thanks Mark thanks guys all right hashtag give thanks everybody we'll come back and wrap it up next here on the new skin BYU Sports Network You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, our thanks to Richard Harward and Mark Pope, our courtside guests for tonight's postgame coverage. BYU defeating New Orleans by a score of 86-61 to tonight. Next up for BYU, it is Utah Valley on Saturday night. That's the... That's uh, it's scheduled. We again hope that it goes off as scheduled as we do, I guess every week with every game. But uh, Utah Valley was a winner over a lower division foe today, Adams State, by a score of 100 to 75. So BYU scored 100 plus in its season opener against a lower division foe, and UVU did the same today. And those two teams, BYU and UVU, will tip it off Saturday night. Should it go off as planned at seven o'clock, meaning a six o'clock radio pregame. For tonight's radio broadcast, a lot of people to say thank you to. We'll start with the people across the way at BYU Radio, then bring it back here to courtside. Over at the studios, it was Cole Wissinger, our control board operator, Terry South, our coordinating producer, Jason Shepard, our studio host, and our engineers, Sean Fay and Barry Squires. Our thanks again to Brett Pine, BYU Athletic Communications Associate Director, for joining us, assisting us on the broadcast tonight. Uh, Duff Tittle, John McBride, Jenny Wheeler, so many folks a part of helping us do our jobs as well as we can, and that leaves the guys on the headset. And the guy to my left here is my man, Mark Durant. Mark, happy Thanksgiving again. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thanks for letting us in your home, in your car, wherever you listen. We love BYU. We love all the fans, and uh, and we're happy to we just feel honored to bring this to you every every game. And so thank you to everyone. Have a great day. Finish the day and great weekend. And I'm excited about this team, and uh, it's, it's certainly fun to be a part of it. Even six feet apart from you, it's so good to be together again, be next to you, and uh, and doing this again, another season together out there at Cougar Nation. So uh, for Mark, my name is Greg Grubel. I'm thanking you for tuning in to tonight's game. The final score again, BYU 86 and New Orleans 61. Happy Thanksgiving to all within the sound of our voice tonight. And so that'll do it for tonight. Meaning in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long, and happy Thanksgiving from Provo, Utah.